Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is With With Much Much Love. We've been a part of over 500 events and weddings and have seen some crazy things. Join us weekly to expose the truth of what it's really like working in the wedding and event industry. We will discuss the current trends, interview wedding professionals, and share some of our craziest stories. We can't wait to share the honest, unsugar-coated version of what really happens behind the scenes. Welcome to With Much Love. I'm Taylee. And I'm Kaylee. And usually we do the intro the other way around, but <laughs> this week things are all kinds of f- up. So <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, take 27. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we are recording in the bridal suite because, oh, dressing room. We're, re- ah! <laughs> we're recording in the dressing room just because we have Michaela taking video of us and we want to make it look aesthetic (laughs) (laughs) blooper blooper gosh so um anyways we were talking about love is blind and how and this does connect to the podcast because it's all about love and marriage and finding your partner and so i We've talked about it three or four times. Just, now, so let's just speed it up. Yeah, let's speed it up. <laughs> Quick version. If you do not want spoilers, please move ahead 15 minutes or so. There's these two girls that are literally so catty. It's like high school all over again. And it brought back traumatic experiences for me, to be honest. But I could not. And I think it's a lot of their age. Sad. I hate saying that because they're like 25, 26. This should not be an issue at that yeah. age. but. Irina and Micah are the two that I really just can't stand. Irina's in a love triangle with, what's his name? Zach. Zach. Zach and Bliss, which Mm -hmm. Bliss is so blissful. She's just amazing. Super confident, just loving, nurturing nature. Calm, not reactive. And then you have Irina, which she is immature and just it's a game to her it's a game and so bliss literally told zach if you pick irena it shows and judges your character yep um and guess what he did he picked irena you one guess he picked irena yeah and she straight up told him when they first saw each other you look like a cartoon character which he does he looks like he's the guy cute. off of ratatouille but he's so cute and i think it's just i think personality the yeah the rat <laughs> Literally the rat. Um, <laughs> no, it's the kid. It's yeah, the it's name? the guy. I don't know his name. Does I don't. I probably name? watched that movie once. No. But it's it's the guy that the rat the becomes chef. friends with. Yeah, the yeah. chef. So, but anyways, he he has this air of confidence now that I don't. He grew up with like a in a single with a single mom and you know he she was a stripper and tried to make you know tried to take care of him and do do whatever possible to make sure they make ends meet yeah but you know he was really sad and and apprehensive in the beginning because he had had that become a problem in other relationships of how he was raised and he thought Irina was going to be less judging and straight off the bat she said he looked like a cartoon character so yeah she's judgmental yeah there's micah and she was in kind of a love square with um kwami kwami and her what is dude name his dude's name name? 
No, no the other one. The, the other guy. The, the Mike guy. Paul. Paul. Yes, he's a granola dude. So he normally goes for like granola girls. Can you stop playing with your dogs. <laughs> gonna be a freaking wheezing i have a lot of- <laughs> okay it's just really emotional for me you have a lot of content um i'm crying too stop it um oh gosh okay so <laughs> okay so but she's in a <laughs> Please zoom in on her dogs when you <laughs> Okay, stop. <laughs> All right. I tucked my toes underneath my legs to keep them out. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they were in a love triangle with Kwame, Paul, Micah, and Kwame was into another girl, <clears throat> older girl. I think she's like 30. Micah's like 25, 26. Kwame's 32. And he literally was about to propose to Micah and Micah was like, Hey, I think I'm going to go with Paul. And so Kwame backed off and then he kind of took a couple more days, got to know the other girl he was interested in and then proposed to her. So I hate it when that happens and that kind of situation, because she's going to feel like second Second, best. Paul has just admitted that I usually go for the granola girl and he kind of is granola vibes himself and he's kind of hippie. He, you know, goes for the girl that is generally more like plant based and, and more like about the environment. And then you have Micah who is definitely like girly girl, city girl, um, lip injections. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that because injections too too. but he goes for goes for micah and then he's like but i'm still really attracted to her and he pretty much had this conversation with kwame not knowing because he's so paul is so naive and he said hey like i feel like i'm the villain in my own story and i don't think he realized that kwame was micah's other guy that she was interested in and she turned him down for paul and so Kwame was like, little does he know that he's the villain in my story. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it's weird. But what, who Kwame gets with is she's very mature, very respectful, but she's straight to the point. Mm-hmm. You either want me or you don't. And if you don't, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Her love language is definitely physical touch. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. There was a lot of like touching and making out like them two in general, her and Kwame. So they really vibe really well together they like each other so that's very obvious but um Kwame had a conversation with Micah over this like this blow up and they were touching for like 20 minutes and she was like that's not and his girl because I can't remember her name was like you know no that's not okay like you chose me I am not going to be your second best like this is your relationship with me but yeah I just love this I love love is blind yeah I really do but It made me want to throw up a little bit. Yeah. The drama. Well, we talked about this last take. Yeah. Like, they haven't really had a huge villain story mm-hmm. in Love is Blind. Yeah. And they just made a show literally with all of, like, the villains from other reality TV shows. Mm-hmm. And so now they have to kind of come off of, you know, a perfect match is yeah. what the show was. Yeah. They kind of have to come off of perfect match with, like, okay, well, we have 
this all these people who are interested in the villains yeah. and the drama that that brings. Yeah. So what so are we going to do to make sure they got that Micah and Irina and yeah. I think Irina was the main villain of all of it in the end um her and Zach were just brushing their teeth and she was like yeah I really just thought you I mean they had already talked and she was like yeah I'm just not interested I'm not I can't I don't want you to touch me I get the ick like I'm just not interested and <laughs> and so I'm like you know, they're having this conversation. She, they're just brushing their teeth like they're best friends. And she said, so are you going to go back to bliss? And he's like, well, I don't know. I kind of screwed that up. And then she's and he goes, well, what about you and Paul? And he's like, I'm not dumb. I can see you like Paul, which is her best friend's man. man. So obviously now she is the villain. Yeah. She is the villain. She's like, that is girl code right there. You don't go after your, you know your other your friend's significant other like that's yeah. just you don't do that and she's gonna do it I have a feeling she's gonna do it but the whole episode ended mm. um Zach ended up getting bliss to come meet him after they get back from the Caribbean and they have a conversation they're at a diner and the, it ends with we both know that I screwed up yeah. and I made the wrong choice now she's just not happy and that and she has a full right to be I mean yeah she's essentially second choice yeah and <clears throat> it's like he had to explore that relationship to find out that actually no I think I like bliss more yeah which you should have liked her more it in was the clear as day yeah. throughout the whole conversation like from the outside looking in you could see that Irina was immature the way that she asked bliss for a candle and then brought it up to him that she was being picked on and bullied which that was not what was yeah. going on. She asked Bliss for a candle out of because Bliss was making him cupcakes for his birthday. And she was like, can I borrow a candle? And she was like, no, like you should have thought of something like this is my thing. I'm not it's it's just weird. Like, yeah. no, I'm not going to give you. And then she brought it up and said Bliss it, like it was just a bully situation. And she felt really bad that she didn't get him anything. And if she would have she kind of forgot his birthday and it shouldn't be a big deal or whatever. <laughs> and then. Bliss was like, yeah, I just was really tested today, but you know, I, there were some issues and, and I just, I, I had to really control the way I reacted. And I always feel that you can control how you reacted, you react versus, you know, in, in a situation like that should be your control. You can't control what the other person does, but you can control how what you, you say yes. and do. That's pure maturity yeah, right there. And Zach just didn't see it. I was like, all right, your drama, red flag. Yeah. And I'm like, she avoided the drama. And yeah. she initiated a, a, an apology to Irina. Bliss apologized to Irina for coming off as catty. And so they could make this simpler for Zach and make it easier on Zach to make a choice to squash the drama between them two, those two, and say, okay, we're, this is just about each of our relationships so he can make the best choice. Yeah. He still made the wrong choice. But anyways. Oh, gosh. Um, I just love Love is Blind. So this week we have topic to talk about guests and attending a wedding yourself. Because I think more times than any, you're a guest at 20 weddings and you have one of your own. So mm -hmm. you attend more weddings than you host. Yeah. So, you know, what's proper etiquette? For being a guest and I think the number one thing that we hear complaint from couples planning a wedding is that they don't get RSVPs back in time mm -hmm. that's like number one thing right and those are usually sent out 
I would say six to eight months out. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, there's always a time when you're supposed to get those back. They have mm-hmm. it on the RSVP. They have like, if you can have a plus one or if not, because yep. to be honest, you're paying so much money that if you don't want people to have plus ones, that's fine. Yeah. Because to be honest, if I was having a wedding, I wouldn't want a bunch of people I didn't know mm-hmm. attending. Yeah. Now, if you know, your cousin has a girlfriend that He's had for seven years. Like, obviously, right. she's a yeah. plus one. Yeah. But if it's just, like, your friend has a girlfriend that they're kind of dating but not really and you don't even know them. Yeah, they're talking. Yeah. No. No. And how to word that on your invitations is you just put the name that you are addressing. So if you say Mr. and Mrs. or Mr., you know, Smith plus one on the invitation Mm -hmm. that will then signify you can bring your guest if you just say like mr smith that's just you bro yeah that's just you so um you know be respectful on that end but rsvp on time because if you don't rsvp that throws off everything yeah if you come and you said that you weren't coming it throws off everything weddings generally cost about Fifty to a hundred dollars a person. There's, I mean, that's just common courtesy is to RSVP on time by the deadline, and they've made it super easy now to RSVP. Yeah, you can go online. online. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why it'd be super hard to click a button. Yes, I'm coming. Um, also to register what kind of food you you want if you want steak, chicken, fish, whatever. Yeah. The other options. I have to pull out the list. I think uh, going kind of back on that before we kind of exit that. Mm-hmm. If you don't RSVP, don't expect a, a seat. I have seen an RSVP a couple times that says, if you don't RSVP on time, bring a lawn chair and a sandwich mm-hmm. because there won't be anything for you to eat and there won't be anywhere for you to seat. Mm-hmm. See, see, see. It rhymed. <laughs> eat, see. <laughs> eat, so, um, yeah, and that's a lot of times it throws off a whole seating chart when somebody arrives yeah. at and those couples work hard on those seating charts seating charts freak me out <clears throat> they're way too Personally, much work i would never but way too much work also pay attention to dress codes and you know what kind of wedding vibe mm-hmm. it is i mean not every invitation will tell you this is the vibe like mm-hmm. dress and black tie but you know the people you know the are people are they really classy and fancy and, yes and expecting you to wear a dress and dress to the nines? and the look of the invitation should tell yeah. you like yeah. if the invitation has and you can look up the venue too mm-hmm. like look up the venue and the location because if you see a barn venue right. or and you see that they're invitation was burlap and lace like you're probably not going to dress black tie but if you see that they're having their wedding at a country club and the invitation comes with like black and white flowers and looks really elegant then mimic that and dress in black tie or like a more elegant feel around here i think everything's very general yeah i mean we don't have a lot of variation i've seen a couple of people do like black tie you know wedding yes i love yeah I yeah, love the gorgeous. idea of everyone dressing up mm-hmm. and being really classy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the worst thing you could do is show up in jeans and a t-shirt to a black tie wedding or show up to a jeans and a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. wedding in a gown, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, and this is another point, you don't want to draw attention to yourself. Yeah. So yep. 
if you show up to a wedding that's a certain theme and you're dressed for something else, mm-hmm. obviously people are going to be like, well, why did they wear that? Yeah. You know? You're going to stand out. Yeah. And that's the last thing you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So don't wear white. Don't wear white. Don't wear bright anything. Don't Huge wear anything. Gown, like, yeah. Don't wear anything floor length that's going to like look like a bridesmaid, you know, don't wear, don't wear white, don't wear ivory. To be honest, if you're wearing yellow, make sure it's true yellow, not like a pale, pale yellow. Cause you'll yeah. still stand out. It's really safe. I think weddings, I go with like a Navy or mm-hmm. like a Brown or, you know, something that's more on the darker color scale i go with florals and so i probably do look like a bridesmaid half the time (laughs) but as long as i don't look like the bride yeah that's the main point yeah that's the main point so but yeah you just want to make sure that you show courtesy by wearing something that's going to be acceptable for the type of occasion and also to not stand out so your job is to show your love and your and your support it's also to kind of blend in this couch man every movement it's like (laughs) (laughs) you need to show up on time because ceremonies start at the time that the ceremony starts yeah it doesn't mean that's when you need to show up happens all the time it's sad because then they just like every single wedding there's at least one person so if that invitation i'm sorry i can't get comfortable (laughs) you good you good okay i'm surprised that my freaking feet haven't fallen asleep your dogs my dogs because <laughs> you're rubbing them <laughs> we're not crying again okay so they tend to show up right at the time of the ceremony or five minutes after the ceremony start time and the only way to really avoid that um is make sure your guests know the ceremony starts at three o'clock please don't interrupt i don't yep. think it's rude to put that on an invitation for a ceremony yeah, like ceremony so starts promptly promptly Promptly, promptly at three o'clock so make sure you show up on time yeah if you think that there's some people that's still gonna walk in then hold your it's your wedding hold it off 10 minutes right. you can walk down the aisle at three ten. it's yeah, not that big a deal but that's what i was gonna say i mean mm-hmm. ceremonies time is very flexible yeah so yeah if you see people are arriving late and you're like well i'll just wait till they get to their seat or whatever that's fine. Yeah. No one's going to be like, um, their ceremony was supposed to start 20 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. I mean, they may. But. I did this wedding um, at a Catholic church in Fort Wayne. Um, I, and it's a beautiful Catholic church. But um, I, was, I did day of coordination for that. And this is why I don't do day of coordination anymore. I really do not like the planning process. I was good at it. I just was like, mm, this is a lot. So I was helping a bride. So their bridal suite was in the back behind the altar. And the only way to get to the front of the church to walk down the aisle was to go out the back door from the bridal suite out and around outside. Luckily it was nice outside. And then to the front foyer mm-hmm. of the church, like the cer- like where the ceremony was going to be. So I had the bride waiting outside. Like I had to walk her. I had all the bridesmaids walking down at one time. And so that way, nobody else could see her i had to run and get her while the bridesmaids are all making their walking mm-hmm. down i literally sprinted to the back of the church grabbed her ran her around my girl don't sweat don't sweat don't sweat and i'm like fanning her face because she's running with me to get to the front of the building and then i get her in there and guests show up right behind her mm, cute. and you know what i did i said turn around 
stand outside that door and wait until she walks down the aisle. I'll tell you when you can come in. That's fair. Because they showed up 10 minutes late. Yeah. I, As a bride, I'd be mad. I hate being late to anything in general. She's looking at Michaela. <laughs> Michaela you always is late. <laughs> the reason we're late to everything. So, um, yeah, I get anxiety because I'm like, if I was having an event and someone showed up late, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, well, what were you doing that was so you yeah. just leave a little bit earlier? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Show up where you need to be five minutes, ten minutes early. Yeah. Especially if you're going to a ceremony because there might be a line to get seated. Yeah. So show up early. I If this says three o'clock, be there at 245, no later. And hopefully they don't close the doors on you. Yeah, and I would. You wait. I will. No, I mean won't let you enter the building um oh that one (laughs) previous episode see episode six um so it might be six or seven i can't Uh, remember i think six um and then when you get there what do you do turn your turn your phone off turn it off ceremony speeches anytime you're just when you start this whole process throughout the day turn it off like it doesn't have to be off but yeah do not disturb Turn off your no ringer. Sound. No vibrate. Yeah. Nothing. Because last thing, you'll hear that vibrate. Oh, yeah, that, you will. On that pew. And they'll know exactly where it's coming from, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's annoying and it throws everything off. It ruins the vibe. Yeah. Because you're like, where's that? Mm-hmm. Where's that coming from? Around. Turn it off because last thing, too, is to forget um, that your phone is turned on and they're in the middle of a very awkward wedding party speech mm-hmm. and then it goes off and you're like, oh. Especially if you have one of those, like, ringtones that's like, <laughs> <laughs> My bleeping on that one's going to be like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, if you have one of those ringtones that are really bad, just, just – Turn it off. Please, um, please yeah, turn it, it off. And kind of going like hand in hand with that is something that's always bothered me is when people use their phone to take pictures. Yeah. Especially when there's a professional photographer mm-hmm. there that is hired to yeah. take pictures. Yeah. And I get it. It's the instant gratification of things. It is. Yeah. But at the same time, for me, if if someone posted pictures from my wedding mm-hmm. on Facebook or whatever, like mm-hmm. I would want to be the ones to first post something. Yeah. I don't want the blurry picture you took on your Android six to be that on makes Facebook. me look like a clown. Literally. Yeah. And like, I get it. If you want to have it for your own personal reasons, that's fine. I just think that that should never. No, no, just no. wait. And there's a lot of times there's, there's a sign out at the ceremony. Put your phones away. Yeah. Put your phones away. Turn them off. And don't be taking pictures you because we have yeah. a photographer. But a lot of times there's they not don't. a sign. Yeah. And but it's still common decency. I saw this picture on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, it was remember. on like ABC News or CNN. I yeah. can't remember exactly which one. Uh, there was some kind of major news source that posted this picture of this bride walking down the aisle with her father and to her son or something at the other end. I can't remember the storyline, but in this public picture posted on a huge news source, everybody had their dang phone out Yep. and straight on down the aisle. All you saw were phones along the aisle and then her and it's, tacky and that just ruined the whole shot that photographer probably had phones in every single one yeah so put your damn phone away put it away and respect the picture posting because yeah i i have a lot of those pictures though i am grateful because 
I didn't hire a professional photographer for my wedding. Yeah. So literally the only pictures I have of my reception other than like specialty dances is pictures and like family pictures that, you know, Tanner's family took because right. my picture, my family didn't really take pictures. We don't like yeah. take pictures. It's Tanner's family. Like that's their reunion. So they're all out there lining up, taking pictures together. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. I, I was more talking like, just during like the ceremony and like oh, dances yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Like you don't have to have pictures of that because you will get them. And oh you'll yeah. Get much better ones from a yep. photographer. But yeah. if you're in the way and they're having to work around you, yeah. which I've seen literally happen so many times. Yeah. So and photographers normally put like a cut, like, five to 10 pictures out within the next week. So you get a sneak peek. You don't need those photos. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're at the reception and you have, you know, we've all talked about the phone issues and everything, but another issue is getting wasted as a Mm -hmm. guest. Getting wasted. It's not so bad if it's like bridal party, but when it's just guests, don't abuse the free alcohol. Don't abuse it. It's, it's hard to be nice. I would say it it happens less than you would think, but it still happens too much. Yeah. What really irritates me is it was like a cousin's girlfriend. Yeah. That they've been together for four months. She came to a wedding. There was free alcohol and drank way too much and was throwing up in the parking lot. How embarrassing and how much drama does that create at a wedding? Too much. And there's also like, there's a line. Yes, there's free alcohol. Yes, they paid, you know, a lot of money to have that. That's more of like a courtesy type of thing on their end. They don't want you to have to pay for anything Mm because this is like the day that they're putting on that they're providing. But there is a line. It's it's like if you went to a buffet and you ate everything at the buffet just because it was a buffet. Yeah. But then there's no food left for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It was still provided. But I mean, that makes total sense. And I don't think a lot of people abuse it, but they still do way too much. Yeah. Like, I think it should never happen. But but I mean, again, if it is the couple or the Mm -hmm. couple's friends or family, Mm -hmm. like we usually have we usually have a bridesmaid or groomsman, some kind of wedding party, Um, even parents that drink a little too much. But you know what I say? I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime thing. So do they generally get cut off to a certain point? Yes, because we have to follow laws. Yeah. But we let them go a little bit so they can have enough fun and enjoy the night. Now, if they get really bad and they can't speak to us or (laughs) we're not going to serve them anymore, if they're going to cause a scene or whatever we're not going to serve them yeah after that I mean you always have those people too that even when they do get drunk they like to share their opinions about what they would and wouldn't do at their wedding oh even before that they'll share it yeah yeah like as you're planning your wedding yeah it's not their wedding yeah I and a lot of times people are like oh well they're paying for it it doesn't matter like they're paying for it like their parents so sharing yeah yeah. so like what they would do the parents or the not the friends would pay for but the friends will have opinions too. the parents um you know and and a lot of the times parents are helping pay for it but I don't think that that should waver you know the couple's decision on what they do yeah and Um, change change the whole process of the day or what reflects their personality like the last thing you want is to see your parents personality in your wedding exactly it's not about them it's about you guys they had their time yeah yeah if you if you wanted to do that then you go ahead and have another wedding you renew your vows yes you go ahead yep 
So even that goes for guests too and bridesmaids. I see a lot of bridesmaids like, well, I did this at my wedding and da 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 da. There's a difference between sharing like what you did and what may help them versus, well, I think you should do this. There's yeah. a there's a line and there's a difference. Yes. Yeah. And giving like constructive feedback yeah. on your opinion is different than just giving your random advice. Like you need to do this. Yes. No. And, and trying to demand them to do yeah. something. So you're there to support and love, not there to make it about yourself and what you would like. Right. So, and then, you know, since you're being there to support them and, and that, that is your main goal. So they spend a lot of time on this day. They spend a lot of money on this day. Mm-hmm. So just show up and enjoy it Yeah, and support them just show up and be present for the the day just put your heart and soul into it be there enjoy the moment um cry a little bit laugh a little bit um I have this one picture I can never share it because they're they're divorced and uh it was a very tragic divorce she actually caught him cheating three months later and it was like my my first or second year and I love this couple like gorgeous couple but I could kind of sense that there was something a little off but I wasn't that connected with them to know much so I heard that they got divorced about three months later and they did I confirmed it but I have this really amazing picture and it's him and he has two of his friends standing beside them and they have drinks in their hand and they're just laughing and it's a black and white picture but there's so much emotion and happiness in that moment and I wish I could share it more often but I don't want to disrespect them and their relationship so I don't um but it's just so much emotion and they were present throughout that time his friends were present with him and celebrating you know their marriage you know they spend a lot of time and money on this don't go into the bar and watch the sports game for an hour we have that problem all the time all the time and then we have dads are like oh it's football season and I'm missing the Notre Dame and Ohio State game I don't care your daughter's getting married that game will happen again next year like you're gonna have to get over it or record it or record it and watch (laughs) it later like be present yeah be present (laughs) oh what i'm looking at the next thing on the list and it's uh it says don't eat the desserts before it's time to cut the cake oh my gosh it happens all the the time all the time to me this is a big no-no unless the couple has said it's okay right exactly why we have timelines and we know when this stuff starts yes and we know who the couple is so yeah they're always first unless there have been some um couples who like don't want to go first yeah but that's usually if you're invited to the reception and the ceremony together like both of them Mm -hmm. go to both yeah go to both go to the ceremony and go to the reception don't just show up for the party and to be honest ceremonies are literally like 10 minutes usually yeah Yeah. they're not very long anymore Mm because I feel like a lot of people are like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to sit through a whole ceremony and that's boring and I don't really care honestly they're not even long anymore no and I kind of like it because if they do vows Vowels, remember? A A E I O U. And sometimes Y. So if they do vowels, then uh, <laughs> that's my favorite part. I think it's really sweet. And yeah. some do that in front of people and then some do it separate. But I don't know. It's just, you know, again, being present. Yeah. And it's literally 10, maybe 15 minutes out yeah. of your day. Yeah. And is that really, I mean, even if you're not listening, even if you're just looking like at I a bird said, or I a barely squirrel listen. or whatever. Yeah. I'm over there like, do you hear that woodpecker? <laughs> yeah. Kaylee walks in this morning and goes, wow, it's very springy outside. Did you hear the woodpecker outside? <laughs> I sound like a middle-aged woman with my like <laughs> bird watching. 
<laughs> so, cat. but I love, I love our property in the spring. Like I really do. Yeah. You know, the birds start chirping and the woodpecker comes out. The woodpecker peckering. Yeah. He comes out. I, we've got a couple of them that are out there cause we're really close to a woods. So, um, but it, our property is just starting to become alive and this is like my favorite time of year. I love when just, the field is super blooming. Yeah. In, in August and September, yeah. like when it starts, but yeah, now is when the grass starts to grow. Mm-hmm. So, and everything turns green and the trees bud until about mid May, everything looks dead. Yeah. So now is like when it starts to come back alive back to life and then i know wedding season starting and it's like yay we've got something to do we're not bored <laughs> not us me yeah you <laughs> um so and then also i think we mentioned that seating charts are you know we don't like them but if yeah. there is a seating chart follow it because those take a lot of time yeah because people literally have to map out okay who gets along with who who mm-hmm. doesn't like who who's dating who you know all of that yeah. So if there's a seating chart, unless they say, like, once you get there, like, hey, you know, so-and-so switch seats, so just sit wherever. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. But if you are designated to a seat, you better sit there. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can move, like, your mm-hmm. chair to go talk to your buddies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to if eat and stuff. That's the thing, too. Like, if it's a plated dinner, yeah. usually the caterers know where everything goes. Right. So if you move and that throws off everything and you got a certain meal or you're like gluten-free or dairy-free or whatever and then you sit in a different seat and then they're mad and they're rude to the vendors because they didn't get what they want and it's like well you weren't in your seat where you were supposed to be um speaking of vendors and like being rude to vendors don't be rude to the staff like I feel it's never the couple that is really rude to us. Um, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Not every time. I would say like 99% of the time we are, it's everybody's super friendly. Yeah. But it's usually they get one or two guests that are just, I hate the word Karen, but they're just Karens and they're upset about things that really aren't in our control. Yeah. And then um, they're at about, they're upset about something I think the worst thing is, is when people are mad because we don't serve gravy with our mashed potatoes. I've never heard that. You haven't heard that? No. I always get these old men that come up, where's the gravy? And they're so mad at me because I don't have gravy. And I'm like, this couple picked this menu and know that this does not have gravy. Don't complain about your free food. That's true. So, and and also be patient with staff because wedding, running a wedding is so much different than just like a party. Yeah. Like we're not... And I think we get a lot of like pushback on picking up plates and things like that. If you go to a restaurant and you have somebody bust a table, it usually takes them five to 10 minutes to bust one table, right? We don't have, and if you have 20 tables, usually two people or one person buses a table. We don't have 20 people to go out there and bust a table to have yeah. it done in five minutes. It takes us about 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes longer if it's a bigger wedding. So no, we are not going to be able to get all the plates picked up in, you know, five to 10 minutes. Yeah. So we always have people that are like, what do I do with my plates? And that's or why they I bring them to us. That's, 
<laughs> Taylor rolls her eyes because that happens. People will bring us their plate. And there's a reason why we have DJs always announce a staff member will be around to pick up your plate. Just leave it where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because it we have about five servers, if we're lucky, to come out and bust tables for 200 people. Yeah. And it's doesn't go quick, even with five people. So it's not going to be something that's going to happen real quick. So be patient. It's we're, we're humans. Um, also if a toilet gets clogged because somebody put down too much toilet paper and that it, it is not our fault. Like it is not our fault. If they clog the toilet, we will go in there and try to do what we can, but don't get mad at us. Because somebody else clogged the toilet. And also no one uh, no one told staff that the toilet was clogged. So. Yeah, oh, most of the time. Yeah, we're not going in there and like literally watching every person go in there. And Hi, take is a the bathroom sh- good? <laughs> bathroom good? Someone take a <laughs> Did you poop? <laughs> did you poop? Yes or no? Did, did you clog the I toilet? I need to know. Did you? <laughs> was it you? So no, like there, you, you have to have some kind of um, respect to the staff. And we're not just the help. We're humans. We're there to, yes, we're there to help, but we're not literally the help. And when I say the help, I'm speaking of like the movie and treating people uh, with disrespect because they have a lower, you know, job title than what you might have. Like, please don't be mean to my 16 year old kitchen servers. This is their first job. Or like the venue as a whole, um, you know, don't vomit spill stuff everywhere if you're gonna vomit please go outside yeah please go outside and wash it down with some beer or something else. because when we <laughs> we charge for that yeah we charge fees for cleaning up vomit and i will not clean up the vomit so yeah it's usually my husband who yeah. does the cleaning the next day yeah, so. <laughs> you're like mm, that can i will for a little bit. if i have to clean up vomit so <laughs> unless you want double the especially vomit. if it's like jose or jaeger vomit i'm i'm done i'm done i'm walking away so but if you and don't swing from the chandeliers. It's always one of my things. But yeah. like, don't stand on tables. Yep, that is happened. or chairs. Uh, we understand it's a party. It's fun. You're excited. But, but you stand on a chair. I mean, our chairs are the traditional event folding chairs. And if you stand on the back of that chair, it literally folds on you. Yeah. So I I hate saying this, but I watch small children that weigh like 20 pounds and they sit on the back of the chair and it folds up on them. Yeah. And it's like because they're not they don't sit on the edge or if somebody stands on it, their leg goes through it. And, you know, don't do that. Don't jump on the chair. Like don't stand on the table. Our chairs are fold or our tables are folding tables. Mm -hmm. It will fall down. You will break everything that is on there. You will hurt yourself. And that puts us liable. So respect the place, because if you break it, the clients then have to pay for it. Yep. Because that's stupidity. That's not negligence. Right. So yeah, I, I, Put a smack down on that problem there. No, yeah. I, I have seen somebody get up on a table and I literally. Oh, yep. Kaylee jumped up real quick. I She's was, snapping her fingers. She's like, uh-uh. I did. I did. And she walked back. She's like, um, could you tell I was a mom? <laughs> did I just go all mom on her? I did. I looked at her like she was like my child. And I was like, get down. Get down. Damn, like I had my teeth, like gritting my teeth, and I was pointing She's at her. She's a like, widowy gwidowing with her teeth. I was like, oh, what? No, the widowy gwidowing. We had to show you a video. Okay, okay, you'll have to show it to me. But I was gritting my teeth, like just pointing and saying, get down. Like she was my child. And yeah. you know what she did? She was mad at me. Oh, she was. She was embarrassed. Because she was embarrassed. Yeah, well, don't embarrass yourself. But then, don't act like an idiot. But then 
she decided to leave and she got in a fight with her husband in the parking lot and she was intoxicated. Well, he left her, so that's fair. Uh, but he left her in the yeah, parking lot. He left her. <laughs> Serves her. <laughs> serves her right Uh, and that's something my husband did do if I was behaving like that Tanner would pretty much be like fine and he would just leave me he would come back and get me I mean there were other people here she wasn't here by herself but yeah but he would just leave me to act like a fool and then come back and get me later when I've done calm down yep so I guess talking about walking out the door um (laughs) good transition (laughs) um if wedding favors are given please take them I don't know I feel like it's 50 percent People do it and the other 50 don't. It's usually little things like a little candle or a little ornament or a little cozy cozy take or, the cozy if you whatever. even if you don't want it and you've got 20 different koozies at home throw it in the junk drawer you yeah. can use it at a party or something like uh, you take it yeah. just take it it's um, another thing that they spend money on and another thing that a lot of it's left over because mm-hmm. people don't take them. Mm-hmm. It's just the courteous thing to do. It Even is. if you don't, some people did honey last year. I thought it was cute. I took like oh, five of them. Yeah, I take honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was that the honey in your espresso? <laughs> Yesterday. No. <laughs> that is from Aldi. Okay. Honey is from Aldi. Yeah. Just take the wedding favors. I know some of the wedding favors are redundant and you might have 20,000 koozies, but just take it. It's a courtesy. They bought it for you as a gift. So make sure you take it. And they don't want to have 20,000 left over at the end of it. So yeah, uh, for tips and tricks for couples, buy half mm-hmm. of the amount of headcount for your favors yeah. because half of the people take them, half of them don't. A lot of times they leave them around. And if half of them don't take them, I, I tell you that the staff usually will. Like yeah. if you offer us some good favors, like we'll take those can't, little candy mm-hmm. bags. I'm like, heck yeah. We had that Hispanic wedding the other week and I was like, hey, can you go out there and get me one of their like do they have like suckers and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, Mexican candies. And she's like, yes, I'll go get you one. <laughs> yeah, they were good. They're young. Yes, they were. So, um, but yeah. And, and when then, you're leaving, pay attention to the DJ and take the hint that the wedding's over. Right. Usually the DJ will play like, you know, uh, what's that one song that's like, it's closing yeah, that time. Closing time. Uh, usually they turn on all the lights. They start packing up their stuff. Yep. The couple is, you know, kind of, Showing people out. Yeah. They're cleaning up the decor. Yeah. Like, it's obvious that the wedding is ending. Yeah. Don't be that person who just hangs around. There was one wedding. Oh, God. There was one wedding this past year. And um, I think, it, I don't know who was here with me. I think there was a bartender and the chef. And, you know, everyone, everyone's gone. There's yeah. literally no one in there. I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, taking all the linens off. And, and I just hear, I'm faced the other way, not towards the head table. And I just hear someone like walking around. And I'm like, That's creepy. <laughs> and I turned my head and the groom was coming out from underneath the head table. And he was I, so drunk. I think you told me about this. Yes, he was so drunk that he didn't realize that everyone had left. He was the last person there. And also, <laughs> I want to know why no one even was looking for him. <laughs> He's the groom. No one even. Where's your bride? Yeah. She's she was already, gone. She, she was, was gone. She had left. Yeah. You know how she that was, night's going to go. She was gone. So <laughs> she going to be sleeping by the time you get home. Yeah. So just know there ain't no like consummating the marriage or anything you done and over. <laughs> go to bed, sleep out in the car, you know, constipating the marriage. Constipating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he was left by everybody and he was very drunk. 
And you know, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't yeah. Do that. <laughs> if, if you see people leaving like a, a lot and this, you know what? I always say leave by a good guest, unless you're like bridal party family, leave by 11, mm-hmm. no matter what, leave by 11. Um, Cause generally closing, they have to be out of there by 1130, 12 o'clock. Yeah. If, if not sooner. So leave by 11, leave by 1030. And you've done had a good time by then. If you want to still party after, go to a bar. Which they do most yeah. of the time. They'll yep. go to, what's that place called? Ted's? No, not Ted's. The one here. Uh, Dick's? Dick's. Yeah. 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 Richard's. Yeah. Richards. <laughs> so yeah, they'll go to the little small bar down here. And then they'll also go to Poe where it's um the high ho too down the street. Mm-hmm. So little small town. We got like two bars. Yeah. Yeah. I, go to a bar. And if you want to keep carrying on the party, go there. Yeah. That's it. And make sure you leave because the venue time, usually the end time is the end time. And if you're not out, they're going to start charging overtime. Mm-hmm. I know we charge a hundred dollars at the start of the hour if you're not out by 1130. So at 1131, you get the bridal part or not bridal party. The couple gets charged a hundred bucks. So mm-hmm. please don't do that to them. Make sure you're out of there. But speaking of closing time, it's closing time. Get the f- out of here because it's been a long day yeah we recorded this too many times and i think we are spent all right signing Signing out with much love We want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you love what you hear, give us a rating and follow on whatever platform you're listening. If you want to see more of our shenanigans, you can find us on Instagram at The Eden Events. You can also find us on our website at TheEdenEvents.com. We hope to see you next time.